0: But, you know, that that's what I spent all my money on. And uh, so basically was broke, but <laughs> I, I bought a business. Uh, life, life is a learning process. Um, I, I am trying to learn something every day.
1: Welcome to another episode of The Michael Maloney Show, where we take you on a journey around the world Exploring the stories of successful individuals and learning from their achievements and struggles. Join us as we delve into the why and how behind their accomplishments and discover how to live a more fulfilling life. Hello, today I have with me the great Kurt McCallum. Um, I met Kurt. What's up, Kurt? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Michael. We were just talking before we started recording here, and neither one of us had the best remembrance of when we met each other, but it's it's probably been at least three or four years ago, wouldn't you say? I think so, yeah. Because um, like I also said in the pre-recording, I've been following you for multiple years. So Kurt lives in the local community that I'm in here in Cedar Falls, Iowa, um, yep. and he runs fish window cleaning. And yep. um, I think we got it down to – I think either I asked him for a business card or he asked me for a business card um, at one of the job sites, like we've talked about, you know, four or five years ago. Yep. And the interesting thing is we both were in very similar positions at that time. Um, I had just been in my business for a couple years. And at that time, it's hard to know exactly when we met each other. But how long have you been in business?
0: Here? I've got seven years under my belt. This is year number eight
1: wow so it has been it might have been five or six years ago because i think when we first met it was like i remember asking you like so how did you get into it and then you told me that fish was a franchise that you you purchased for the area and and how all that worked um so yeah so um kurt just so you know this podcast is all about just kind of bringing awareness to um how business people and high performers just do their life why they do it how they do it um and all that good stuff so i'm just going to Ask a few questions here and and we'll just dive right into it. Um, Sounds good. So, how has business been for you since you said seven, eight years? How how, has it been going?
0: Uh, I've grown every year other than 2020. Um, But then, I mean, 2021 came back with a vengeance. Um, COVID knocked everything down. I still had, it wasn't my very first, my very worst year like my first year. Sure. Uh, but it was it was still a good year and i was able to stay open uh, during covid so I Did covid
1: there. bring any additional business like was there like you said it it shut down for a while but then after like once stuff started opening like did you have to like add any services like extra sanitation no, or anything
0: to, I stuck to window cleaning pressure washing and gutter cleaning so uh I mean, I, I had to justify to people that uh, the detergent we use is top rated by the CDC, mm. uh, denatures the lipid protein in the virus shell, causing it to become inactive. But doesn't some people, if it doesn't matter what you tell them, they're just, you know, scared.
1: Sure. OK, so it took a hit. But it but then but overall, the last seven, eight years have been pretty
0: good. I mean, I yeah. you're, at, you're you've moved to a new office building now, haven't you? I did. I moved, uh, across and up the street. I needed, uh, more space and, um, the landlord had another place come available. And so I jumped on it.
1: Awesome. No, I, I saw that you moved and, and at the same time, um, over the, over the years, I've seen more fish window cleaning vehicles around and, yep. um, and, you know, you can tell that you're really scaling. So that's awesome. It, it seems in you know, being in the lawn care industry, window cleaning, janitorial services, it's just kind of like one category over. I've, I've always had my eyes on it and there's a lot of people that do very well in it. So kudos to you for, for you know, biting into that and, and running with it. Yep. What what made you um, interested in, in starting the business in the first place?
0: Um, I, I was at a, I sold cars. I was at a car dealership for over 15 years. And about, I don't know, year 12 or 13, I started, you know, wondering what I was doing here, why I was working every weekend and every night, um, 13, 14, 15 hours a day, and uh, didn't have time to do what I wanted. Um, so I just, I, I asked a, a friend of mine, um, Joel Moorhead, he owned he used to own Budget Blinds. He's since sold it and moved away. Um, okay. I asked him how he, how he got into owning his own business. And so he gave me a guy, a couple of people's phone numbers. And one guy got back with me and presented me with several, um, opportunities. And, uh, so I looked at several opportunities or franchises and, uh, fish I thought had the, the right writing on the wall.
1: Awesome. So So you said you sold cars for like 15 years or so. Um, how how long before you made the the decision to you know just just taking the time to like ask somebody for phone numbers or c- call the people to get the franchise information like that in itself took some some decision making like oh yeah
0: at, at 50 so, years old at 50 years old I took a leap of faith and uh just quit where I was had a good job and uh just bought a franchise. And so I, if I turned the computer, I could show you my territory map, which doesn't mean anything unless you're in the fish franchise system. Um, but you know, that, that's what I spent all my money on. And uh, so basically was broke, but (laughs) I, I bought a business.
1: So, and, and are you doing better than you did when you were selling cars?
0: Um, I would say so. I'm a happier person. I'm more to, freedom. Yep, more freedom. I was able to, um, I still am able to take care of my mother and do stuff for her. And I was able to spend more time with my dad when before he passed away. Sure. Um, whereas in the car business, there wouldn't have been enough time um, for me to do stuff like that. And, uh, and I'm able to, to participate and go to more club meetings that I belong to. Um. So my wife says I'm a happier person. And now I've got a grandchild, so I'm, I'm able to spend more time with him and help watch him and stuff like that.
1: Wow. Well, yeah, it's something to be said. You know, when, when a person starts a business or buys into a franchise and, and, you know, gets going on their own, that time freedom, you know, the ability, um, you know, not that you would want to every single day or, or let's say a couple of days a week not work, but if you had to, Take a few days off or if you wanted to spend some time with your grandson or you know quit the day early and go um, like you were talking about earlier you know go to a chamber of commerce um, meeting those are all the luxuries of owning a business and to anybody who is like considering doing it themselves you know i hear from so many people all the time um, a lot of them are people like you kurt on my podcast that i'm record- recording with asking them why do you do it how do you do it most people have it where they 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 work a job and and they just they don't like the rigid the rigid rigidness of of the schedule of oh I got to work Monday through Saturday from
0: seven thirty to five or what eight, a lot of
1: people don't even consider when they're thinking about starting a business is how a much freedom car free dealership,
0: dealership it was eight a.m. to nine p.m. Wow Monday Monday through Thursday and then eight to six Saturday or Friday and Saturday. So if I just worked my schedule, it was like fifty-six hours a week. So I mean, I I probably put in, you know, maybe if you count um, some of the stuff I do at home. Um, but if you count all of that, I mean, a, it's different when you're working from home versus having to stay day in an office, bell to bell.
1: But still, I mean, you probably what do you? I mean, how many hours did you estimate you're putting in right now?
0: Oh, I'm, it's probably close to 50 or shortly or just shy of that. But it's, you know, if, if on an average week when I was selling cars, I was probably there for uh, more than my schedule. I was probably there 60, 65 hours.
1: Sure, that, that makes sense. Well, on the, um, the security, you know, um, of, of owning your own business, if for some reason the car dealership isn't doing well or, like, you're in the next, you know, um, people are saying within the next year to two years, we're going to have a recession, really downturn in the economy. That's going to affect car sales. And some well, some
0: people, they're going to be let go, right? It, it'd probably affect everything just, you know, because uh, I, I don't want to say window cleaning is a luxury. However, um, during COVID, you know, if, if people were, had their business down because of COVID, then you know they were like hey we need to stop the window cleaning because our business is down so it's going to affect everybody sure
1: yeah no that makes sense but still though you know looking at it as you know you being the owner um that that helps a lot because you can you can afford to you you're not going to let yourself go a business is different and and you you get what i'm saying i mean same thing with landscaping the company that that i own it's gonna definitely there will be a downturn, but there's a lot more security there. Um, people that I know, even my wife, work for these large corporations with thousands of employees, and if they look at their sheets and they say, "Hey, you know, we're not making a month, month uh, enough," it's easy just to let somebody go. So kudos to you and, and to anybody considering running a business. It's it's not easy. Kurt, can you speak to some of the hard hardships you've had over the eight years of starting fish when cleaning I people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, interview, interviewing people is my very least favorite thing to do, and and I'm trying to gear up for summertime, um, spring and summer, and and be busy because we I don't know everybody wants to schedule stuff into April and May, and you can only go so fast. You can't you know clean any faster than people that you have. Sure. Um, so so trying to trying to hire people that's a struggle always um and and the the problem is i don't know if you have this but i i got to background check people so if they're coming into people's houses i got to make sure that they have a decent background and they're not going to have sticky fingers or whatever and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to discriminate i'm all about second chances however i have to be able to bond people i got to protect my business i got to protect fish corporate and i got to protect the customer so that that's a frustrating struggle
1: yeah, I think most business owners can definitely relate with you on that one. Yep. Do you think it's getting
0: any better? The job uh, market. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Um, I I went through a couple of weeks of interviewing people. It's like where are candidates that I can actually hire? Because um, there's there's some people, a lot of people that would apply, and I just I can't can't do it. Mm-hmm. So I just. I keep plugging away.
1: Okay. I want to kind of change the um, mode, of, mode of talk here. I, um, I, I'm curious, is running a business worth it to you? Is it, is it worth all the headaches? Is it worth all the, you know, the trials of hiring people and going out and finding more work to keep the ocean fl- or the river flowing? I mean, is it worth it to you?
0: I like it. it uh, I think I'd have a difficult time going back into the real world. If I and working for somebody else, why is that? that? Well, I'm, I'm. This is, this is my castle. I'm the king. Mm. I got to go back into somebody else's um, realm and uh, obey, you know, all of their rules. That uh, might be a little more difficult.
1: Before we continue, I'd like to take a moment to share something I'm passionate about with you. If you're someone who is constantly striving for personal growth and love surrounding yourself with other motivated individuals, you're going to want to hear about this. Check out growthgroupinc.com. This is an exclusive community made up of high achievers and dynamic entrepreneurs just like you. It's a space where like-minded individuals come together, collaborate, and support each other on their own journey to success. Growth Group is more than just a community. It's a collective mindset, a commitment to getting better every single day. We believe in the power of connection, collaboration, and constant growth. And we're confident that being part of this community will give you an unparalleled advantage on your path to success. So take a moment, visit growthgroupincorporated.com and join us as we elevate our lives together. Trust me, this is one investment in your future you will not regret. Now, let's get back to our conversation. Yeah, and you definitely seem like the kind of guy that um, takes pride in what, in what he stands for and, um, and, and, and what, what you bring to the table. And I think that's a common characteristic in, in entrepreneurs. Um, it's just people that want to take control of their life and, and don't want to just sit behind somebody else and have somebody else make the decisions all the time. And right. um, yeah, you can tell you got a, a good head on your shoulders
0: sometimes. Yeah, don't we all, right? Uh, uh, life, life is a learning process. Um, I, I am trying to learn something every day.
1: So, what are some of the big um, learnings that you've that you've taken, you know, in your in your lifetime? I mean, is there anything that you would love to share with other people who might be in the same boat? That it might be somebody who is selling cars or somebody who is wa- washing tables that has an idea life. of starting a
0: business. Life is better when you're laughing, so try to find something to laugh at every day.
1: Life is better when you're laughing. That's a good one. Yep. And what uh, about um, as far life, as like risk life's a
0: process? So it's always always better to um, learn something every day. And I'm sorry, I kind of cut you off there, Kurt. What did you say at the beginning? Life life is a process. Life's a learning process, and, and you always <laughs> got to learn something every day.
1: You know, what you were saying about learning process, I, I love that because um, oftentimes in my company and, and I'm, in any company, we run into problems or mistakes. And, and, and in life, for instance, we all have issues. And, and it's what what can we learn from them? What could we have done differently? What could we have done to prevent this issue? Um, if something happens, like let's say for some for some reason somebody breaks a piece of equipment and it costs twelve hundred dollars, well, what I often say is the cost of that lesson is twelve hundred dollars. We just have to right.
0: learn from it and move forward. You know, so over over the course of seven years, um, if something breaks, I have gotten to the point where okay, it broke, we'll fix it or we'll get a new one. <laughs> Don't get bent on the small stuff. Don't get mad about, you know, don't sweat the small stuff, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So when recently I was on vacation, my wife made me go on vacation. I guess I, I should say that I chose to go <laughs> on vacation. <laughs> well, you know, um, if you go on vacation and you're not there, then it's you're really not making any money. You're losing money. Um, but you you need to relax. So Exactly. Self-care. We We went to Arizona, and one of my guys called me and said, hey, this really expensive piece of equipment, they're, I don't know, $3,500. It tipped over, and it broke. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, you want me to send you pictures? And I go, I'm in Arizona. There's nothing I can do about it when I'm in Arizona. I'm going to need to see it. I'm going to need to look at it. Worst case scenario, i got to buy a new one. Oh, well. And uh tried not to let it bother me. And then when I got home, it turned into a hundred dollar fix. Ordered order parts for it. I took pictures of it, sent it to um the place I got it from. They're like, Oh yeah, yeah, that we can we can do that. And so they sent me I said, Do you want just this piece that you broke or do you want the assembled uh piece? And I said, Send me the assembled one, because I don't wanna do anything but install that. I don't wanna have to <laughs> yeah. take all the pieces and put it together or whatever. And it was a hundred dollar fix. And I thought, well, okay. Um, they just got done doing a great big monster house. One of those huge monster houses out like in Audubon park.
1: Just doing like a window cleaning or complete cleaning or it
0: was a, it was a window cleaning. Um, and it was, uh, uh, for safety's sake, the fancy water filter keeps my guys feet on the ground. There's a long pole. We filter the water. Um, and that's, and then we, it continually rinses the dirt mm-hmm. away and, uh, then the water sheets off and it dries spot free. And it was a period of time. It was one of the days that it was like 40, 50 degrees. And then the next day was going to be in the teens or twenties. So I, I told my guy I had to get out there and, and do it. And, uh, of course me probably rushing him didn't help, but, um, and, you know, it was, it was a cheap fix for a machine. I didn't have to buy a brand new machine. Mm -hmm. You know, don't don't let the, the, don't let the small stuff bother you because it'll work out in the end.
1: Amen. And and as a, as a, as a business owner, it's just like a mentality. It's like taking ownership. Like if something goes wrong, like I said, just a minute ago, like what could we have done? What process or what rule could we have? enacted that could uh, could have prevented this and then it's just moving forward it's like life goes on just keep moving forward and you know when you when especially when you're in a leader leadership position i'm a firm believer in acting that way because people it's like a trickle down thing when people see you taking ownership and and admitting when you messed up but then learning from it all of a sudden it trickles down and everybody else in your organization wants to act the same way and and that's how I personally believe a person builds a really strong company is, is well, by taking I, ownership and controlling the controllables.
0: I've, I've told my guys before, and, and the guy who broke it, he goes, "I find out how much it is, I'll pay for it. And I said, no, it, it just needs to be taken care of. It's no big, I'll take care of it. It's no thing. But um, yeah. I, I've told my guys that I, I think, you know, if, if I go to a job site, then nobody should be able to tell that I'm the boss. They, mm-hmm. I want a culture so strong that, that the boss does not stand out. I'm, I'm just another guy. Wow. Um, tell so me I, more, so
1: you, tell me more.
0: I, okay. I, I want I want my team to be so strong that they, they know everything I know. They can, they could, uh, so if the customer goes up to them, they can answer the questions. They don't all have to go, that's the boss. You need to ask that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I want them to be able to answer the questions, and and you know every once in a while they got to ask me what I think or you know what, how would you handle this? But I I want them to be able to answer all the all the questions with the customer. I don't want the customer. If I'm on a job site, I don't want them to know that I'm the boss because once once somebody finds out you're the boss, if you're on a job site, what happens? You, you don't <laughs> yeah. get any work done. Everybody wants to talk to you. So uh, I want to I want to have a strong uh, a strong team, so that you know nobody knows that I'm the boss. Everybody I love it.
1: Knows. No, I think that makes a lot of good sense. Um, so, uh, so your local or your do you service just the Cedar Valley? Which I shouldn't say just. It's quite a big area. But is that your?
0: It that's my territory. Is Waterloo Cedar Falls. Um, Waverly, Janesville, Denver, um, when fish corporate laid out my territory for some reason, um, Jessup was included. However, Hudson was not or LaPorte city. And, and I, I go to LaPorte city, I go to Hudson, I go to Grundy center. I try to keep travel time to maybe an hour, even though there's, there's a few jobs I do in Dubuque. Um, Oh, okay. Wow. Mason city. Um, and that's for a company out of New York that hires me to go clean, um, cabin coffee or all. These. Oh, okay. So do you
1: work with a lot of third parties?
0: Yeah, they're, they're, uh, facilities maintenance companies. There's several that we work with.
1: Sure. We do that a lot with snow removal, some of the yep. bigger box stores and stuff. Yep. So for anybody local watching this podcast, what's the best way for them to reach out to fish window cleaning um, just a simple Google search
0: or? Uh, we're Fish Corporate pays so that I have a, a presence on Google. If you search on Google, we should come up in the top three. Um, so, Or you can give the office a call, uh, 319-243-3900. Nice, neat, simple number. Um, or if you see the guys out and about, I mean, it's pretty hard to miss my vehicles. They're logoed yeah. up and- and uh, they look like mobile billboards, but just stop my guys and ask them for a business card or brochure. They've all got them. Okay. Awesome. But,
1: so like but- I said at the beginning, Kurt, uh, this, this podcast is a lot of just to motivate um, people to do what you did. Go out and start their own business or even just if they want to stay working where they work, uh, just step, take on more responsibility and just step into their next best self. Is there any? Is are, are there any last tips? And if there's not any, that's perfectly fine. But I always just like to open up at the end for just any points you might have for any of the listeners, um, as as to what you might want to recommend to them.
0: Well, um, like I said, life's better when you're laughing. So the nice thing with window cleaning is clean windows makes people smile. <laughs> there you I, go. I, you know, it lets in up to forty percent more light with clean windows and uh, more light improves everybody's mood. If you got sunshine coming in, hey, you're gonna smile.
1: There you go. Yeah, everybody needs vitamin D, right? <laughs> That's a good one. You have exactly. you know a lot of things that you can say.
0: And if anybody wants a real beard Santa Claus, hey, I do that too. <laughs> do you really? I do really you do. I really do.
1: That's yep. awesome. Yep. That's great. Where, where do you go?
0: Um I did several private homes this last Christmas. <laughs> um, I that would, I did a test run on Halloween and I little kids heads were like it's not Christmas and I'm like but this is my costume and they're like what? And uh <laughs> like here have a candy cane and they're like no I I I want the Snickers or something else you know and the moms like I'll have a candy cane. Um, yeah. I, I had a lot of fun with it um, at the grocery store there there was a lady who was having a real difficult time with her kids you know sit down sit down no you can't have that sit down you need to behave and I just spoke up I was in line behind her and I said Santa's always watching and the two little kids were like this really, you know, <laughs> really? The when, she, when the lady was done checking out she turned around and goes
1: well, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, there was a church that I went to. Um I don't know if you've heard of the Livingstone Church. All the people are from French Guiana. They all spoke Where's French. I Down feel like to
1: I've Waterloo. seen that.
0: Yeah. Downtown it's downtown, Waterloo. Waterloo. yeah. Okay. But, well, Anyway, so there was there were was 75 kids. They all had a a gift from the church and 75 kids had to sit on Santa's lap. And so I was wow. there for a couple of hours on Christmas Eve, but it it was really cool.
1: Yeah, that's so. neat. No, good for you. And yep. what a great thing to do with a nice big white beard, man. I, I have thank one you. someday that'll be white.
0: Yep. I I inherited that and so I might as well put it to use, right? Amen. Make people well, smile. Welcome. That's what we're doing.
1: Cool. 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 Well well, thank you so much for coming on today, Kurt. Um in 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 the next couple of years, you'll have to hop back on, and we can we can touch base and see where you're at compared to where you're where you are um, today. And um, yeah, thanks for dealing with some of my technical difficulties at the beginning Not here, crazy. but we we got no through problem. them. No problem. So, all right. Well, thanks so much. That was another episode of the Michael Maloney Show. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.